Yeah! For all of those reasons. For Wing Day, for Dolly Parton, for really, really all of it across the board. It is a, it's a pretty great day, Slee. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty excited yeah, to do the show today. That's a smart partnership. Let's just say that. Whoever <laughs> it works, doesn't it? Whoever um, you know, whoever the marketing people are over at Jolene's, this is a perfect fit uh, and obviously a good day to do it. Yeah, we got a lot of good stuff to get into in National Wing Day. Not not a bad day to get started here on a Thursday morning. It is absolutely not. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to hook you up with some Jolene's as well. You're going to want to listen. That We're going to drop this in a handful of times during the show. you got five different chances to win a $50 gift card to Jolene's if you can answer some wing trivia. We're going to go head-to-head, right? You, It's going to be you against one other guy. When I ask you to call, make sure that you call 877-710-ESPN, and you got a chance to win a $50 gift card from Jolene's. So you walk into your Jolene's out, your order would be what? Like the, the perfect wing order is. There's a right answer. Um, I'm going to go, this is a tough one for me, but I'm going to go lemon pepper. That, That's a good if, choice. If I had if I had one pick, right, my one draft pick, which, by the way, NBA draft coming up tonight, if the Lakers <laughs> pick and they don't trade that pick, I'm going to hallucinate. If, if they don't they, take lemon pepper, number one. <laughs> I, I think I go, I go lemon pepper on that front. It's a good choice. I, I'm going to go with classic uh, buffalo. We can get them all flat. We can get them a little extra crispy. Then that's we're just taking it to a whole oh, other level. You go but, crispy. Uh, you go yeah. crispy. That's that's next level. Absolutely, yeah, that's, that's next. That's, level. That's, uh, look, it's not my first time. I know. I know how to do this. So we're going to give those some of those away. Uh, we got a whole bunch of those five different ones out. So that's all good news. Uh, thanks to our pals at Jalines for that. All right. <sighs> right. How good how did that feel there? last night? I feel great. Yeah. I feel great because by the fourth inning last night, I was nice and relaxed. First inning, ooh, 0-0. Zero, zero. Second inning, ooh, 0-0. Zero, zero. Third inning, wow, this is going to be a tight one. Then, bam, they put up three runs, and you kind of, okay, I feel a lot better about that right now. Will Smith gets that triple, brings in a couple of runs, and it was just exactly what the doctor ordered out, which was the biggest game of the season, I think. You had your best pitcher on the mound, and you won comfortably. That's exactly what they needed to do. Especially, you know, you lose that first game, and you were hyping it up yesterday. And I, I get it, by the way. When you play 162 games, for you to say on July 28th, this is the most important game up to this point of the season, I think a lot of people would say, Trav, what are you talking about? But there was some truth to last night. There was some truth of if you lost last night and now you're four games back mm-hmm. and Bueller um, they, they, you didn't exactly. take advantage of Walker Bueller on the mound. That's a problem. And I, I thought the way they kind of, from start to finish, and I, you listen to a lot of the quotes from a few of the players yesterday, from start to finish, by the time you're up four nothing, uh, at the at, you know going into the bottom of the third, and Bueller's on the mound, you're like, okay, this game is basically over. Okay, let let everything kind of play itself out. But it was. It was nice for the Dodgers to be in a game where you knew the bullpen was going to get good rest. Bueller was dealing. What Bueller go seven? He could have gone. He could have gone another seven. Okay, I mean that's. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding, Trev. That's that's how dominant he looked. I think he threw 98 pitches. 70 of them were strikes. Okay, and and his his dominance on the mound probably takes so much pressure off a lot of these hitters because they know that hey we we got a couple run lead we feel good about it and i, I think you could feel that that uh, momentum as the game progressed was good for the dodgers and and obviously they got the win eight nothing you know it's funny to hear you say that because i i felt the same thing I felt that there was almost that in the fourth or fifth inning when the Dodgers had a pretty comfortable lead in this game, and then certainly once they cracked it open with a few more later and all of a sudden, okay, this thing's it's, it's officially over, it was almost this, 
We don't have to worry about the bullpen coming in and maybe letting this one go away. We don't have to worry about scratching and trying to find a run in extra innings where we've had it. It was just a nice sense of relief going over there. Uh, you could feel it with the Dodger players as well. They, they had a really big night. And, and here's the thing, and I, I get it, and I think people that have heard me on this show and any of the other shows that I've ever done or just heard me talk about baseball in general, I'm not a big this-is-a-big-game guy, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're all worth one. Right, they're all worth. You play 162 of these things, and they're all worth the exact same amount. You don't hear me say, but last night was different, and I also think that tonight is 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 or this afternoon, I should say, they play a day game is different as well. And here's why: if they lost tonight, or excuse me, if they lost last yep. night, yep, they were going to leave San Francisco further behind than when they got there, regardless of what happened next. Right, by winning last night, you put yourself in a position to go into one game with a hey, look. We're either going to be closer, feeling really good about ourselves, which is today, which we'll get to in a second, or we're going to go in there where we may get swept, but best case scenario, we're leaving further behind than when we got here. There is no win in that series. With that win last night, they put themselves in a a position to win the series. They put them in a position to leave San Francisco later this afternoon with a one-game deficit closer than when they got there, going to play the worst team in baseball in the Arizona Diamondbacks on the weekend, knowing that the Astros and the Giants are going to play each other this weekend, one of the best teams in baseball. So by the end of this weekend, if they can put together a performance today, if they can just do what I think everybody expects them to do in Arizona, which is win two or three of those games, there's a very good chance the Dodgers are in first place by the time we're back on the air on Monday. That, that is what is at stake today. If you lose today, now all of a sudden you're right back to three. There is no first place by the end of the weekend. It's not going to happen like that, and we just another week has gone off the clock, and you still haven't really made up any ground. Yesterday was huge, and today is huge. You win tonight, or you win today this afternoon. It's, I think 12.45 is first pitch. You win yep. today. Um, you gained ground on the Giants. You lose today, you lost ground. And like you mentioned, um, you got this – you want, if you're the Dodgers, can you start building some momentum? Doesn't it feel like they really haven't had this – anytime you see any glimmer of hope or you start feeling like you build momentum, you end up losing again. I mean, just think about this, Trav. The last three losses to the Giants, you blew two ninth-inning leads – and then an error in the eighth inning from Bellinger on Tuesday night. Those are your last three games against the San Francisco Giants. So that's why yesterday was so big, I think, to play to your point. And then on top of that, uh, you put yourself in a position. I, I, I kind of like the matchup this afternoon. It's kind of a, you know, it, it's a mano a mano. It's, it's it, Giants, you get a chance to go up three games. Mm-hmm. Giants, you get a chance in San Francisco to take two or three um, it's not Walker Bueller on the mound. It's not Clayton Kershaw. It's going to be David Price. And then I think if you're the Dodgers, you're well. Re- the bullpen is they're okay right now. It's not like they're coming off of two games in a row where they had to start pitching in the fourth or fifth inning or anything along those lines. So I, I I like the way this is kind of lined up for the the rubber match between these two teams. Yeah, look, there, there's there's a lot going on right here. You know, and, and you you touched on it. You know what I would love to see today. Mm-hmm. You know what I would love to see by the end of the day today? What I would mm-hmm. love to see going into tomorrow night, Friday night's games? I'd love to see the Giants have to squeeze it a little bit, Slee. I would love to see them have to play with a Put little, a little pressure. Put a little pressure on them. Absolutely. Sure. Because, look, I, I'm, I'm not going to do this thing because I'm a Dodger fan where you dump on the Giants. Oh, they're going to uh, – Giants are good. Okay, the, the Giants are a good team. They're not going to crater. I, you know, anything's possible, I guess. But it doesn't feel like this is a house of cards where all of a sudden 
everything's going to go back to the way that we expect it to be, and the Giants are going to be like they're, they're good. They're a good team. They two two months well. ago, two months ago, maybe you could make that case. Not yep. enough. This or that. Yep. Well, now we're at a point in the season you can't play four months of the year, still have the best record in Major League Baseball, and think that this is a fluke. Completely agree. So what needs to happen is you need to make them start to play games where there's pressure on them, where it mm-hmm. feels like every game matters. The Dodgers have played in a bunch of these in the postseason over the last eight or nine years. They, they've played in games that matter. They haven't had a ton of division games and regular season games that matter, but they know what pressure feels like. Let's see if they, how the Giants respond. I know that they got guys like Posey and, and Crawford that have been around the block a million times, won World Series. They'll be fine, but most of that team has not. Most of that team has not played in these games. Let's see how they perform. Let's see how these guys perform when one bad pitch, all of a sudden you're in second place. One bad at-bat, one bad throw, you're in second place. And now you're the team in a knockout round. Now you're the team with one bad day and you're out of the playoffs. You could play five and a half months of great baseball, have a bad week, and all of a sudden you got to go face the San Diego Padres in a one-game winner-take-all situation, and they got Darvish or Snell or whoever's going to go there, and they got mm-hmm. Tatis and Machado and Cronenworth and all these guys. And now it's – wait, what What happened? We were in first place for five months, and now we're one bad game away? I'd like them to have to live with that hanging over their heads for a few weeks. Well, if the way you kind of described things plays out, if, let's say, the Dodgers win this afternoon, and then let's say the Dodgers take two or three from Arizona or sweep the Diamondbacks – and the Astros, who, by the way, you look, go look at the standings, 1-2, it's San Francisco and the Houston Astros. So there's your, your top two teams right now. I know there's Boston's right there, Dodgers right there, but that's technically 1-2. Let's say the Astros took two or three from the Giants. If you walked into Monday and the Dodgers have the best record in the National League West, hypothetically kind of playing out these scenarios, and oh, by the way, Seager expected to return or rejoin the Dodgers either on Saturday or Sunday. This was, you know, looking at some of the different reports there. Mookie likely activated on Sunday. That's per Dave Roberts. Kershaw will throw another simulated game of four innings, about 60 pitches before returning to the rotation late next week. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me you could be in first place. What a gut shot that would be for the Giants that without those three guys – they didn't take – and by the way, when's the last time Trevor Bauer have pitched, has pitched for the Dodgers? You would think, if I played out a scenario for you before all those guys were out, that the Dodgers would, would walk out or at least start next week in first place in the division, and they haven't had Seager. They haven't had Mookie. Kershaw hasn't been on the mound. Trevor Bauer hasn't hasn't been on the mound. Would isn't that just a loss for the Giants? Are, if, if you're the if you're the San Francisco Giants, aren't you saying to yourself, how the hell did what we happened? not have a four or five game lead in this <laughs> yeah. division? Yeah, we we had an opportunity to really put some money in the bank and create some space, and they didn't do it. That's why today is huge. Because look, the Giants do have the Astros this weekend. The Dodgers get them to start next week. Mm-hmm. And while it it literally makes me sick to my stomach to say this out loud. The Astros are really good. The, the Astros are very, very good. They've got good players. The, Dusty Baker is a good manager. The Astros are going to be a tough team to beat. Okay, the Dodgers can do it. Anybody can do it. But that's going to be – so you can get right back in, but you're right back into the fire again with the Astros come Monday. Here's, here's another part of this that we haven't really got into specifically. David Price pitches for the Dodgers today, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. David Price has been fine for the Dodgers. It's not like he has been, oh, my gosh, this guy. It's not that at all. But but he's been a role player for Dodgers more often than not. He's been a guy that's pitched out of the bullpen. He's made some spot starts here and there. 
but he's, David Price he, was, he's been the whatever you need from me. Just let yeah, me know I'm here yeah. to to help. Yep. He's 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 been a guy that that's been useful. But look, this is a guy that's former Cy Young Award winner, a multiple time All Star, a guy that has pitched and won World Series games. He is one of those guys. He wasn't here last year. He did not pitch for the Dodgers. He decided that he did not want to put himself in that short season for you know health reasons. Totally understand. That's great. But it's time. They're paying him a lot of money. A lot of money, right? And he was kind of the throw-in with the Mookie Betts deal when, when he came in like, okay, we'll trade you Mookie, but you got to take David Price off our hands as well. And he's been fine. I don't mean to sound like he's been a bum. He hasn't. But now, tonight, this afternoon, 1245, today's the day for David Price him. to pitch like a big-game pitcher. I don't need him to go win 15 games for the Dodgers. I need him to pitch well today. Mm-hmm. I need him to pitch in to the 5th, 6th, 7th inning, whatever it might be, and give the Dodgers a really good chance to win because everything is set up pretty well, Slee. They didn't have to go to the bullpen last night. They had Mitch White for two innings. Perfect. Everybody's mm-hmm. fresh. Everybody's ready to go. David Price could really put his thumbprint on this Dodger season with a big start today. That's why I say I like the matchup this afternoon. You know, when I say mano a mano, I, I feel like if you're the Giants, you're looking at this the same way as the Dodgers are. If you're the Dodgers, what an opportunity, and you're going to need guys to step up. It's one thing for those bats to be lively when you know you got Walker Bueller on the mound. There's less pressure. You feel like, hey, you get a couple runs, this game is over. Tonight, that's not, or this afternoon, it won't be the case. There will be a little bit more pressure on, obviously, the Dodgers, a little bit more pressure on David Price. Is it July 29th? Yes. Are there still plenty of games left? Absolutely. But psychologically, this could be a game changer over the next, uh, over the next uh, couple of games or so. Doesn't it feel different? Doesn't one game back feel a lot better than three? Three games back feels like, oh, man, we got a long way to go. Big one momentum game shift. Back Big momentum like it's, shift. It's, it's a day. It's a day. It's it's one good day for you, and all of a sudden, you're right there all over again. Here's another really quick thing that we haven't gotten into. Yep. Cody Bellinger homered last night. Mm-hmm. I, it was an Albert Pujols special. The Dodgers were already up 7 to nothing. So, you know, that's that's the Albert Pujols Angels home run. Up 7 nothing, down 7 nothing. I'll hit a home yep. run. But, hey, look, this is a guy – cold doesn't even begin to describe it. Ice cold. I mean, it's sub-Arctic how bad he's been this season. How bad Maybe he was that, in those, by the way, those first uh, four at-bats. How bad he great. was. Wasn't great mm-hmm. that he popped one last night. And look, maybe the ball just hit the bat. I don't know. But I'm going to be optimistic and say maybe that's the swing. Maybe that's the hit. Maybe that's the homer that kind of launches him back to some sort of resemblance of the player he was a couple of years ago. And, Trav, it's not even about the home run. It's not even about the swing. It's not even about where the pit just mentally for – Cody Bellinger. It was 24 hours prior to that home run. He was throwing a ball 40 feet above third base, and and you know everybody is saying, really, is it really Bellinger that did that? I mean, out of all the players, it, uh-huh. it, it couldn't have been anybody else to have that air to eventually lose the game for the Dodgers. So I, I think for Bellinger, it doesn't matter the predicament, the situation, any of that stuff. It's got to feel good for him when he's rounding those bases that he's going into the dugout, and people are like, hey, Bellinger did something. You didn't do it. I, th- I thought you were leading to it. I, I, we got tweets on it last night. They, people really liked your Cody Bellinger yesterday, Slee. I thought for sure we were going to get a Cody Bellinger. You wanna, hey, uh, hey, Cody, what happened in that last play last night? I'm not going to do it, and I'm going <laughs> to save it. I'm going to save it for the right time, and it will. it's coming. There's Let me just save it for time. the right time. Let me just okay. save it for the right time. There is a name that we didn't even say there that could swing this entire thing. Yeah, how, how did we not do seconds. that? That was, that was actually pretty impressive. That was pretty impressive <laughs> that we, we never mentioned it. it. 
We're going to say it next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Don't laugh. Why are you laughing? That's not a word. <laughs> I'm just getting out of your way. You do, do what you want to do. It's your show. I just cranked that. What do I do from of... here? Just run the bases? What, what do I do from here? Is it over? This game? <laughs> Is that it? I'm so glad he hit a home run last night. He really needed to get that. Cody needed a win. Cody had a lot of losses in the last couple of months. He needed Wait a, a win minute. last night. Wait a minute. So we're not playing tonight? <laughs> what are we playing in the afternoon? Don't do that. <laughs> don't. I didn't do it. Don't, don't do that one. <laughs> we're playing in the afternoon? I'm starving. All right, that's all I got. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I like that you're getting into the voices. It's it's. Uh, I feel like we've turned the, the corner right here. The Bellinger one, I, it, you don't even have to make a voice for him. You just have to look at his facial expression, and that will match the voice. You can find the voice that matches his facial expression. They, they interviewed him post-game last night, and, mm-hmm. and I, I honestly – and look, I, I like him a lot. I really want him to do well. I, I I still have my foot on the brake as far as whether or not that turns the corner for him or not. I, I really look if that guy can get going, Al. Look look out because he's he's good enough. If he he doesn't have to hit three hundred, he doesn't need to be the MVP. Sure. What they need from him is two weeks where he's Cody Ballinger. Be a just threat. Give, just give me a couple weeks. Be a threat. Just yeah. be a threat. You know, rather where he's getting to the lineup and you know. It, his confidence doesn't look like it's there. Pitchers' confidence feel like they, they feel like they're going to get through him. And I, I think I, you, you said it best right there. You you can't depend on him. You obviously can't do that if you're the Dodgers. But man, if he could just give you something, if he could just be an average baseball player, um, that could obviously be a, a, a huge difference. But I, I'm with you. I, I wouldn't depend on that, and I don't think the Dodgers will. All right, uh, Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. And, you know, talking about Bueller a little, or excuse me, Bellinger a little bit, but mm-hmm. Walker Bueller, let, let's just take five seconds to appreciate what this guy's done. He turned 27 last night. He is, yep. in, he is just at the beginning of his prime as a major league player. He is unquestionably the ace of this team. They're, and look, Clayton Kershaw is going to walk off of the Dodger Stadium mound and walk directly into the Hall of Fame. He's that yep. guy. Yep. But it's not even close. If you, I mean, when, who do you want? Bueller. If you asked every guy in the organization, who do you want? Give me Bueller. And it's almost just like, oh yeah, he's going to win tonight. He he's hit that level of expected greatness, and he meets it time and time again. That it's almost become routine, and it shouldn't be. It, his greatness should be appreciated every time he does it. 
He's 11 and 1 this year. All right. <laughs> His ERA is 2.19. Mhm. Versus the Giants, he's seven and zero, one point eight three RA in in twelve uh, in twelve games. I know these are all numbers, all that stuff, but I just point that out, Trav, because let let me use a perfect example here. Max Scherzer is the name that everybody keeps talking about, and they'll continue to talk about until we find out by one p.m. tomorrow where he ends up. If he ended up with the Dodgers. If he ended up, let's just say he ended up with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now you have Walker Bueller, Max Scherzer, and Clayton Kershaw. If you're in a wild card game, which you wouldn't expect to be in a wild card game, if you're the uh, if you're the Dodgers, if you go get Scherzer, now you're thinking, okay, n- n- okay you, you better win the division if you go get Max Scherzer. Sure. But if you're in a wild card game, who's pitching that game? Well, I mean, there, there's a million, you're picking. But, you're, yeah, you're picking. Oh, I can pick anybody I want. You pick anybody you want. I'm picking Bueller. Why? Help me understand this one. Is it just me, or do we not talk enough about what Walker Bueller not is just doing this year, but has been doing? Is it just me, or does Major League Baseball? I feel like I feel like he's not talked about enough. You, you know why? You know why? It, it, and this is not this is nobody's fault. It's because he's teammates with Kershaw. That Kershaw has pulled so much attention to him, and not because he's a great player, not not out of any sort of maliciousness. Just sure. Kershaw is one of the biggest names in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Clayton Kershaw finally got his World Series championship. Mm-hmm. Clayton Kershaw is the guy that gave up all of those home runs. Clayton Kershaw is the guy that struggled in the postseason. Clayton Kershaw is the guy that's going to go, Kershaw, 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 Kershaw. That Bueller was just kind of able to slide in a little bit early in his career, find his way in the rotation, and just, you know, as weird as it sounds on a team that goes to the World Series a lot and a team that wins the division every year, kind of become the ace of the team quietly. Because so many eyes are on Clayton Kershaw that all of it's just, oh, yeah, he's good. Oh, yeah, he's good. Oh, yeah, wait, wait, he's a little better than good. Oh, wait, hold on a second. He's a legit ace. Oh, wait, hold on a second. He's the number one pick without a question. He's our number one guy. It just happened so quietly that I think we all took it for granted. Which is which is amazing. I mean, I just threw out there, and I, I agree with you. I don't think anybody would disagree, but I just threw out, let's say Scherzer came. Mm-hmm. And you have one wild card game, and you could pick anybody. It's not even a question that you're taking Bueller over Scherzer mm-hmm. and Kershaw like that, <laughs> right. and it's not even there is no discussion about it. And you know, you obviously didn't hesitate. Maybe somebody else wants to, um, somebody else wants to make a case for one of those other two guys, but you specifically, you didn't even hesitate. And I, I, I just kind of find, I find that it's good to take a step back for a quick second because there are certain players that are doing it every time they get an opportunity. And because they're so consistent, they're so good, we stop talking about them because of how ice cold they are. Walker Bueller is just simply amazing what he's done so far for the Dodgers. Obviously, uh, adding to that yesterday's performance, just hats off to him. All right, so let's talk about Scherzer. Scherzer is the name, the, the biggest name. Joey Gallo is now officially. He just got he just went to the Yankees a few minutes yep. ago. That finally mm-hmm. became official. Joey Gallo is a really big name. He's an all-star. He's a, you know, he's going to hit 40-plus home runs. He's, he's that guy. He's really, really good. But Scherzer's the name, right? Because we, we understand that Scherzer's going to go to one of three teams, and all three teams are in the same division. And whoever he goes to, not only does he make them better, but it's the point that you've been making for the better part of a week, Slee. It's a devastating blow to the other two teams. Think about this. If you're the San Francisco Giants, yep. you've been in first place more or less the entire season. Mm-hmm. If you're the San Diego Padres, who are 
in third place by a little bit, you know, comfortable distance, five and a half games out of first place, but comfortably inside the wild card line. You're going to the playoffs, and you like your chances to beat anybody in a one-game scenario, right? That we're, we're a good team. We can beat somebody. The Dodgers are the team that's been scuffling. The Dodgers are the team that's had a bunch of injuries. The Dodgers are the team that has their MVP, you know, batting a buck fifty. They've got their all-star closer that's struggling a little bit. The Dodgers are the team that feel like the ship's kind of rocking a little bit despite sure. the fact that they have a really good record. If they get Max Scherzer, do you know what a gut punch that is to the Giants, what a gut punch that is to the Padres? It's not just that, oh, okay, we got another guy that we can roll out at you. It's an unbelievable psychological blow to those other two teams that the rich just got even richer because the number one prize on the market went to the team that was supposed to win 110, 115 games anyway. Dodgers are, you know, I, I don't think we talk about this enough. Before the season started, you you know, we, we spent a lot of time of how are you going to pick five starters out of this lineup that you have? Well, since Trevor Bauer has been off the Dodgers and nobody expects Trevor Bauer to be back with the Dodgers this season, I, you and I have talked about this, we'd be shocked if it was. Um, Max Scherzer technically, do you agree with this, Trevor, or not, that Scherzer would be replacing Trevor Bauer, right? That That's kind of the, that's the position that, that Scherzer would be taking with the Dodgers, uh-huh. where if you look at some of these other teams, let me use the Padres as a good example, because it was supposed to be Dodgers are going to win the division, Padres are going to be second, and you know the Giants weren't expected to do what they're doing. Sure. If the Padres got Max Scherzer, Scherzer is your bona fide, you're in a, you're in a wild card game, in my opinion. Maybe they're going to use, maybe it's Hugh Darvish, Darvish but I, yeah. I think they're going to, I think most likely they'd use Max Scherzer. If, if you got Max Scherzer, you're using him as your, okay, that's our guy. And we got some other guys, but, you know, Blake Snell, another good example. Yesterday, he got shelled, so it's not like he's been consistent. He has not pitched well for them. No, he's not pitched well. So I just use that as an example because if Scherzer came to the Padres and Trevor Bauer does not return to the Dodgers, it, it, it evens the playing field a little bit. Right, like now you have now you now you can really genuinely look at this and say, okay, there's some offensive firepower for the Padres, um, Dodgers. You expect for their guys to come back to have offensive firepower, but now you got a rotation that minus Trevor Bauer and add Max Scherzer to the Padres. It's kind of a different story here. It's a, it's a different conversation that we're having. All of that goes away if Max Scherzer ends up with the Los Angeles Dodgers, and I think that's that's the gut punch that you're talking about. Okay, th- this means nothing, right? But didn't it feel like something changed yesterday? Just listening to the baseball world talk about these things, this went from, hey, Scherzer's available if somebody wants him. It seems like it's going to be somebody in the National League West. Those three teams are all kind of in the mix, too. By the end of the night last night, and maybe it was just because I was listening to the Dodger game and watching the Dodger game, but it felt like the Dodgers had gone like, from... What number is he going to have? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, when... when not could he come here, but w- when does his flight land? It just it felt like it changed from one of three to should, one of one. And, we and, and throw him on, on the mound on Sunday. Let's put him on on Sunday. <laughs> well, he pitches today. He, they, apparently, the, the Nats have a doubleheader today. He, oh, really? pitches okay. game, he pitches game one of a doubleheader today, which, by the way, Max Scherzer could go out there and give up six home runs in the first inning. I don't give a damn. I still want him. That, that his performance today means absolutely nothing as far as his um, – his ability, his want, any of these things—it just—it's one of those days. I give him to me as quickly as possible. But I, did, did you feel that last night? Because to me, it felt like it went from, 
hey, we got a chance to, you know what? It feels like it's going to happen. This is this is the thing that I, I think I, I'm more fascinated about with anything else. You have three teams legitimately fighting, not for just the division, but have a chance to make some noise in the playoffs. You have one pitcher rumored to want to go to the West Coast, right? He's gonna. You, you feel like he's going to land with either the Giants, the Padres, or the Dodgers. That, to me, is what's so fascinating because wherever Scherzer ends up, you're going to look at that squad differently. If it's with the Dodgers, you can kind of start nailing in the division. And, and uh, Bill Plaschke had a good piece this morning in the LA Times just basically referencing to Andrew Friedman you had an opportunity in 2015 to go get Scherzer. You didn't do it. Don't make that same mistake again. He's really kind of going all in on the Scherzer part. I think you're going to either have a lot of Dodger fans that feel comfortable and they feel good about where they are 24 hours from now, or, Trav, they're going to say, we got some real competition in this uh, in the NL. I agree with that last part. Look, Andrew Friedman has gotten his guy every time. Now, whether or not it was the right guy, we can argue about that. That He should have gotten Verlander over Darvish. Yeah, probably. But Darvish was a pretty good choice. He got mm-hmm. Machado. He got Hill. He's he's I, In Andrew, I trust. I, I believe that he will get the right thing done. All right, that was Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Here we go. We are celebrating National Chicken Wing Day with Jolene's Wings and Beer, the new essential wing delivery with epic, epic flavors like Fiery Taki. That sounds pretty good. Nashville Hot. That sounds very good. Buffalo, my choice. Smoky Barbecue and more. Here's how you can win. You want to call right now, 877-710-ESPN. Be ready for some chicken wing trivia. The winner will get a $50 gift card to Jolene's Wings and Beer. Jolene's Wings and Beer is available for takeout and delivery. Visit joleneswings.com com today all right we're going to do that plus slee has an interesting idea on what the lakers should do in the draft tonight which is a whole lot of nothing that's coming up next it's travis and slee 710 espn enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code first take and receive up to 1500 dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. It is National Chicken Wing Day. It's a, uh, a high holy day in the Rogers household. We will celebrate privately with uh, a little Jolene's wings for myself uh, a little bit later on. But we're going to give away a couple of $50 gift cards here. Give us a call, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-ESPN. Here's how we're going to do it. We're going to bring on two people. To start with, we're going to bring on Duvel from South Central. Duvel, are you there? I'm here. All right, and we're going to put on Jose from Oxnard as well. Jose, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, so Jose and Duvel, here's how it's going to work. I'm going to ask you a question. The person that gets closest to the right answer is going to win $50 from Jolene. You guys ready? Yeah. Okay, so here's the question. 
We'll go, Duvel, is, Duvel, you go first, okay? And, and there's no time limit or anything like that. So go ahead, Trap. Okay. okay. The, the okay. question is, the National Chicken Council estimated that the most wings consumed for a Super Bowl was back in 2018. Your question is, how many wings were consumed for the Super Bowl in 2018? Duvel, you go first. I want to go with uh, 10 million. 10 million for Duvel. Jose, your guess is what? I would say 15 million. How many? 15. One five. One five million. All right. So, Jose, you are the winner. Jose wins $50 to Jolene's to go spend on Wingsley. You want to tell him how many the actual right answer is? Jose, $1.35 billion. $1.35 billion. <laughs> By the way, if I, if I didn't know the answer, I would have thought $15 million is solid. I would have thought both of those guys know what they're talking about, $1.35 billion. So, Jose, pre- appreciate you calling in. You got $50 coming your way. By the way, how great is that? $50 gift certificate? Yeah, I mean, Fantastic. Jose, are you still there? there? Are you still there, Jose? No, okay. No. All right. We'll go. So let's, let's do another quick one. Same rules apply. We're going to bring on Giovanni from Highland Park. Giovanni, are you there? Go for Giovanni. Uh, can you hear me? Okay, yeah, yes, we sir. got you now. And then uh, Josh in San Diego. Josh, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, Slee, you let the you you ask this question. All right, professional eater Molly Schuler holds the record for most wings consumed ever in thirty minutes. How many wings did she consume in those thirty minutes, Giovanni? You go first. How many how many wings she's uh, uh, the professional holds the world record? How many did she have in thirty minutes? I'll say 117. 117. Josh in San Diego, how many does she have? Let's go 210. 210. Josh in San Diego, you got $50 coming your way, buddy. She consumed 501 wings in 30 minutes. <laughs> Look, I, I can do some Josh, work. Josh, thank you for calling in, buddy. Wings. Both of you guys, thank you. Mm-hmm. 501. Congratulations to Jose. Congratulations to Josh. You both get uh, $50 to Jolene's. Thank you very much to Jolene's. We still got more to give away as well, so make sure that you stick around. And uh, we, we're going to give away three more $50 gift cards, so that's how yep. the game's going to work. Um, by the way, 500 wings in 30 minutes, that seems aggressive. I mean, I, I like them, but that's that's aggressive. Here's the thing. I'm not that impressed. Like, I, I, I'd be curious to see what the plate looked like. How much of the wing was still remaining on the bone? I, I, I got a lot of questions. Let's just also, put it that what kind way. of flavor was it, too? What kind of yeah, flavor? That's another great question there, Funches. Blue cheese or ranch? Look, look at us trying to take away take away credit. <laughs> just, well, I just want the details. I'll give her all the credit. Was it flats just, or drums, too? Well, uh, it's got to go flats. Drums I are too hard back. to work around. I went back and looked at the video, and I'm just saying it was questionable. Like, I, if if she got disqualified, I wouldn't I wouldn't have been surprised. All right, so I'll take me through this. You said something when we were uh, doing our prep call this morning that I thought yep. was really interesting. Your goal for the Lakers during the draft tonight is to do nothing. Explain yourself. Well, listen. Let's let me first say that you know obviously we were incredibly familiar with the Lakers when they weren't making those playoff runs. Where remember that draft night. Remember um, the lottery draft, Travis? We were treating it like it was 
game four of the second round of the playoffs, okay? <laughs> That's how nervous Laker fans were. Yeah. Even, even you know, there was a time we were rooting for Lakers to lose towards the end of the season just to help their probability of getting a higher draft pick. Um, let's also not forget Kyle Kuzma was a number 27 pick. THT was a number 46 pick. Lakers have the number 22 pick in the draft. And I'm not saying that there isn't value to that. But Trev, what, what I'd hate to see to the uh, you know happen tonight, I'd hate to see the Lakers actually make the draft. And what I'm referring to there is I'm waiting to hear that Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, and the number 22 pick went to the Sacramento Kings and the Lakers got Buddy Heald in return. That's, mm-hmm. that's the position that the Lakers are in right now. The position that the Lakers are in, there was a time where it made sense to draft. It made sense to kind of crop your young players. We're so far beyond that. And I've, I've kind of said this before and I'll continue to say it. I do not want to see any of these young players end up on the Lakers. It's no disrespect to them, but I, I'm looking for veterans. Guys, you, you've been talking about Lakers need a shooter. Buddy Hill shoots over 40% from the three-point line. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be a perfect fit. So that's that's kind of what my hopes are. And I don't I don't bring up that, that the Kyle Kuzma, the Montreal number 22. These are reported conversations that the Lakers have had with the Kings. That, that's been reported according to sources. So my hope is something like that happens, that the Lakers don't actually use their pick. There are obviously exceptions to this, but generally speaking, the draft is for teams that are looking to the future, and free agency is for teams that are looking for the now. Mm-hmm. And, and and some of those two things can be you know combined to to create something that works for you. But I I couldn't agree more with Yao that the idea of the Lakers pick I don't I don't care who they pick I, I need I need them to go get somebody that's been around the NBA for a long time that's going to be able to come in and knock down shots that's going to fit in really well with LeBron and Anthony Davis that's going to play some defense that's going to compete that's what I'm looking for. I, I don't way. really need a player at 22 that oh you know in a couple of years he may turn into uh-uh, uh-uh, mm-hmm. uh-uh. I need a guy that helps me tomorrow. The more I kind of read into this article and these stories, first it was Sham Sharania that reported um, that that conversation was being had between the Lakers and the Kings. It's interesting, Trav, because it, the, this actually makes more and more sense for the Sacramento Kings as well. You know, it, it, when we first mentioned Kuzma, we're like, uh-huh. okay, well, how do we do this? I, do I go pick up Buddy Hill from the airport? Do you want to <laughs> drive Kuzma up? The Montrez piece actually makes sense for them as well. Going to get another draft pick makes sense for them as well. Buddy Hill's making $22 million, something along those lines. Getting that off their books makes a lot of sense. So maybe this thing has legs. Maybe it's realistic. But as for tonight and the NBA draft, the only thing I could think of, you know, you and I were talking about this. Well, what are we going to talk about with the NBA draft? And both of you, both you and I were like, that the, hopefully the Lakers don't have a number 22 pick because they made some kind of a trade. Right. That's how the many, hope of the draft. How many innings did David Price go? <laughs> That's my interest in the NBA well, draft. Well, Is, that, did Cody Bellinger hit another home run? <laughs> let, me, let me say this for NBA fans, for Laker fans. Moves could be made tonight. Ben yeah. Simmons could be traded by tonight. Oh, uh, th- there could be other players that get moved that affects the Lakers. I, I just I don't think any Laker fan is out there saying, you know, I'd love to grab that dude out of Oregon. Uh, that six six guard, you know, it, it's just at number twenty two. This just those days are not with us right now. All right, bunch of funch coming up next. This is Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. How hot can you go, Slee, on your wings? Can you go like nuclear version or are you just kind of in the middle? I, I want to have one of those moments where I'm like, I can't eat the wing. Like, I can't. <laughs> I, I really do. I, I watch. We can, uh, we can find that, you know. Yeah, you, you ever watch Hot Ones? Uh, yes. That's a that's a good show that they do. It is. I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, kill myself here, but I I'm kind of flirting around the edges. I'm, I do spice, but there, I know there's next levels, and I, I want to try one of those next levels. All right, Funch, hit us with the first one. All right, guys, I had one of those moments in Hawaii where I had. <laughs> I was eating ramen, spicy ramen, and I was sweating profusely, and my fiance got that on camera. I won't show you the picture, though. I was going to say, send it along. I yeah, I'm sure your fiance was very proud of you on that she show. Was, she was. She was. You look she great. Was. You always are. Thank you. Uh, so now, you know, going into a little bit of my life, you know, I come here really early in the morning, mm-hmm. like 3.30 in the morning, you know, to help Travis with his hits and to help prep for the show. So basically, I sleep around maybe 7.30 to 8 o'clock. Sometimes the sun is already still up, you know, when I go to sleep. <laughs> A bummer yeah it is so um <laughs> some nights uh i can't go to sleep so tv is my best sleeping device to go to sleep and i was trying to fall asleep a couple of nights ago and a tom cruise movie came on jack reacher you guys seen the movie yeah, i have yeah okay cool good good movie whatever you know um and for some reason whenever a tom cruise movie comes on i can't not i have to finish it i can't, I, can't, I have to watch it you know, no matter what time of the day it is or whatever, you know, what time of the night is, whatever. You're that fan, that I, big of a fan. I of mean, I guess no matter what Tom Cruise movie it is, if it's a, a Jack Reacher, a Mission Impossible, a um, a Cocktails, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever I, I bad easily, movie. In whatever bad movie. fall asleep if Tom Cruise is on, but okay. <laughs> but whatever, whatever. I'll, I'm going to start with you, Travis. Is there okay. one actor or actress to where you get stuck watching all of their movies no matter if how bad their movies are? I will just start by saying that Jack Reacher is not so much a Tom Cruise movie for me as it is a Rosamund Pike movie for me. I'm a big fan of hers. I think she's great, and I'll watch anything she's, gone, she's She's in. great in Gone Girl. She's, she's fantastic in Gone Girl. Um, You know who it is for me, Funch? And this was a guy that originally I had no time for because he's a little too pretty, and just I, I just didn't kind of get the whole deal. And then I saw Blood Diamond, and I'm all in on every DiCaprio movie. He is so good in so many different oh, yeah. things. He can do so many different types of characters. So if Leo is in it, I am a hundred percent in. Uh, for me, I mean, there's is one name, Daniel Larusso, and that that's kind of <laughs> it's already really known. I, I don't have to talk about. It. Everybody kind of knows this. Everybody feels the same way. So many classics that he's uh-huh. in. So many, so many. Um, <laughs> Memorable ahead, just, moments. Give, give me just your a top. Second, Chad. Yeah, don't interrupt give, me. Don't interrupt me. Your top two. <laughs> just Karate Kid one and two. <laughs> you like three? <laughs> one and two. Is that? Do I need to say anything else? No. You know what it is for me. You know what it is for me. Robert De Niro. When De Niro's on, I don't care what movie it is. It's freaking De Niro. Yeah. And whether it's a comedy, you know, he's got a couple comedies that he's in. Um, but most of his movies are just serious, whatever the case. Just, if De Niro's on, I'm in. It doesn't matter. By the way, there's nothing worse than watching a good movie and then commercials come on because it's on no. TBS or TNT yeah. or something like that. But there's certain movies and there's certain actors where you're like, yeah, I ain't going anywhere. Team Will Ferrell does that for me as well. But Will Ferrell's a great answer as well. Yeah, What's next, Funch? Oh, I have I have one before oh. we go, move on. I have uh, Jesse Plemons. 
He is the guy that's in literally everything, but any movie that he's in, I will automatically watch because I know he's going to be a gem in it. He was in Friday Night Lights. He was in Breaking Bad. He's in all these really, really good shows and movies. We'll always watch him. He's fantastic. And uh, Trav, you know, you mentioned for yours, I think that's the, the DiCaprio. The reason why it's interesting is like, I don't think I've ever seen a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm like disappointed by the end of it. That just right. doesn't happen. Right. But Todd in Breaking Bad, Jesse Plemons loved Todd. He's the creepiest bad guy in a very long time. What's and he next, plays Orange? a creepy guy in every movie he's in. <laughs> well, there, man, there you go. All right, guys. So the Olympics are on. Team USA basketball is one and one so far. We know the dominance of our country in basketball since the 1984 games. Handled Iran. Iran. Handled it. The game plan Pop had <laughs> against Iran shut up all the noise of Popovich. All right. Not so knowing what uh, he's doing. since 1984, Team USA has won gold in seven of the last nine Olympics. Most teams have been dominated by NBA players. And I have a little game since we had played a little game with callers earlier. I have a little game with you guys. Um, I'm gonna give you a player and I want you to you know guess if they won a gold medal for Team USA or not so basically mm. the game is called gold or nothing like I'm going to give you LeBron James gold or nothing gold gold there you go okay there's okay. one example okay so mm-hmm. here we go Shaq uh, tr- I'll start with uh, you Alan I'm going to say ah that's a good one I'm going to say nothing Travis I agree with Al I don't think he's got one Emily uh, no. You guys are all wrong. Ah, when you win one? Shaq 96? won one in 96. Yes, he did with okay. the Dream Team 2. Yes. dang it. Um, Trev, where were you on that? You want to help me out a little bit? <laughs> uh, Goes to show you how much I pay attention to the <laughs> Next player, uh, former Suns legend, Amari Stoudemire. I'll start with you, Travis. Okay, so I think I think this was that year in Greece where he was on the team where everything went to you know what, and I don't think they won the gold medal that year, so I'm going to say no to Amari. I'm going to say gold just because it's a random name you're throwing out there, so let's let's go gold. Emily. I'll stick with Travis. So I'll also agree he didn't get it. Emily, Travis, you guys are right. Slee was wrong. Uh, great. He, did, he was great. on that bronze team in, in 2004. Uh, next name, Chris Weber. Chris Weber. Uh, Emily, I'll start with you. Uh, yes, I think he did win one. Travis? I don't remember him being on Team USA and winning a gold medal. I'm going to say no. Sliwa? No go. Travis Sliwa, you guys are right. Emily's wrong. Chris Weber never played on Team USA team. I'm, I'm so shocked at that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I got All a couple right. more. Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler. Uh, Travis. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's got one. Yeah. I remember him getting one. Me too. And you guys are. Yeah. You guys are. Uh, yeah. He's got it. I can't get one. Got, by, by the way, Tyson Chandler is one of those guys that's a perfect uh, Olympics player. That you need some guys that don't need a bunch of shots, that don't need the ball in their hands a lot, that are going to defend, that are big. But Tyson Chandler is the perfect choice to be a roster Completely guy. Completely disagree. Team. Put Trey Young on the damn team. Put JaVale McGee. <laughs> Put Trey Young. Right, Put JaVale so, McGee. I said Tyson So the Chandler. score right now, Travis is leading by uh, three. Huh. Three. Sleewa has two. Emily has one. So last Wait, one. Say, say, say that again. Who's in first place? You, you are, Travis. Oh, me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so uh, let's just go to last point. Wins the game. Um, I'm going to give you one more I'm name. Gonna, like I'm going to win a bronze here. I don't like that at all. <laughs> Glenn Big Dog Robinson. Glenn Big Dog Robinson. I'll start with you, Sleewa. 
No, start with Trav because he's in the lead. <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah, see, you're well, a little let me tell you smarter why. than you look, no, Al. Let, you, let, you, you figured that because you're just going to go the other way. No exactly. Matter so you pick whatever you want. I'll just take the opposite. All I you have think, to do is just pick the right one. I think Glenn Big Dog Robinson is a yes. Sliwa. No. Emily. And I have no I idea. I got nothing to lose. I guess no. Uh, Sliwa wins. Glenn <laughs> Big well, Dog Robinson never. How does he, how does yes. he win never, when we've got yes. the same hey. amount of correct answers? How does that yes. work? Yes. Last point wins the game. Then Neither why do we have guys. the first Last five point. points? That's what I'm What's talking the about. The first five points. <laughs> that's what I'm Just talking about. Just trying to make about. it fair for everyone at the end. That's all. Yeah, I don't know. Trav, how's that L going, bro? <laughs> All right, guys. So one more, I one more quick one. You know, I uh, like I was saying earlier. Like I was saying earlier, guys. I wake up at three thirty. I get here to station five fifteen ish or whatever, uh-huh. and I don't have the distinction of parking in my own parking garage. Uh, Queen Funches has this thinking distinction of that. Uh, oh. Lady Lady La- Funch Lady Funch has that yep. spot, while the other spot in our garage is this filled up with junk around our house and stuff like that, <laughs> like everyone else. Mm-hmm. But for the past few months, I would wake up and I would walk outside to my car to find skunks. Ooh. Uh, big skunks, small skunks, baby skunks, families of skunks <laughs> seem Jesus. to be in my yard every morning to yep. the point where they're saying, good morning, Funch, and they're asking me about the Lakers possibly getting a third star. <laughs> so my biggest fear is to get sprayed by one before I come to the station. Uh-huh. And I'm going to ask you, Travis, what can I do to get rid of them? What should I do if I confront one of these Pepe Le Pews face-to-face? You are dead meat if it happens. This is all I can tell you. So when I was in high school, our dog got sprayed by a skunk, right? We opened the back door to, for the dog to go outside, and there was a skunk literally right there, and the skunk blasted the dog. <laughs> and the dog turned around and ran back into the house, and it, the, the, we almost had to burn the house to the ground to get rid of it. It was so incredibly toxic. It doesn't go away. You will take three or four days off of work. You will recontemplate your purpose on Earth. There is nothing you can do if you get sprayed, period. Uh, first thing I would do if I were you, which I'm Googling right now, how to get rid of doesn't skunks. Doesn't work. Let me just tell you right now, doesn't work. Tomato juice, Yeah, whatever they say does work. not work. Shower, doesn't work. Soap, doesn't work. Nothing yeah, but, works. But that's if he gets sprayed. Is there a way he can do this where he just gets rid of the skunks? Well, Gun. they said Can't something they... like I should put like some kind of um, citrus smell around my yard. Okay. And I tried that, but nothing. There's still maybe, there. or if Poison. there's something that will attract them a couple parking spots over. You know what I mean? <laughs> that Leave way, trash in your neighbor's that, parking spots. <laughs> that way you're good. That's why. That way you're good, and then they got to deal with it. So that's just uh, that's just another option to take there. Yeah. Like, By the way, love Glenn Robinson. One of my favorite players. One of my favorite players. Him and Taj Gibson. You're you're adding to the Mount Rushmore. The Sliwa Mount Rushmore now has Taj Gibson and Glenn Robinson on it. Yeah, that's uh, that's how that goes. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over seven hundred dollars on average. And I lost four to four. Just so we're we're clear on that. I had a four to four defeat at the hands of Valence Sliwa. Came penalty kicks, bro. The last one is all that matters. Penalty yeah. kicks. Except for I didn't get the kick. That's that's. The I don't to tell you, it was sudden death. Uh, sudden know. death. I don't know what the rules are. All right. If you had to bet something that matters to you, who is the team in L.A. that's going to win the next championship? That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.